Welcome to the Real Estate Syndication Show. Whether you are a seasoned investor or building a new real estate business, this is the show for you. Whitney Sewell talks to top experts in the business. Our goal is to help you master real estate syndication. And now your host, Whitney Sewell. This is your daily real estate syndication show. I'm your host, Whitney Sewell. Today, our guest is Robert Seifer. Thanks for being on the show, Robert. Absolutely. A pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Now, Robert is an innovator in real estate investment industry who creates software, tools, and services that enable real estate investors to do things better and faster, and is the founder of Investor PO, Property List Manager, and USA Portfolio Real Estate and Visionary for realestateinvestor.com. With well over a decade of experience in the industry, he has sold and managed hundreds of investment properties and has built three successful startups from the ground up. He's passionate about being part of the solution and finding answers to the problems that hold real estate investors back from growing and scaling their businesses. He gives back to the industry through his mentorship program and business coaching services. So, you know, Robert and I were talking before the show, and I tell you, he has a background in sales and he has some skills that, man, anybody in the real estate business needs to know how to do. Some of that's even, you know, just like our follow-up process. And if you're in the syndication business, if you don't have a follow-up process, you're not planning to raise much capital from investors. And so I'm looking forward to getting into this and him helping us to think through how he's built relationships for the long term and even developed automations to help with that. It's so important. Uh, we cannot keep up with all this just by ourselves. most likely if you're scaling, you know, if, if you're really growing your business. So Robert, welcome to the show. Uh, grateful to have met you. Get us started, who you are, what you do, and then let's dive into, you know, how we can help the listeners, you know, create that automation so they can scale and follow up so they can build those relationships that are so crucial. Yeah. Thanks again, Whitney. It's a pleasure coming on the show. Like you said, Robert Seifert, I originally from the Midwest, born and raised, lived there my whole life, started my whole real estate empire back then, quite a few years ago now, um, living in Tampa, Florida, basically living my vacation life that I enjoy. And all of it's piggybacked off of just the, the things that I took from sales coming into real estate and turning my business into focusing on the relationship more than tripled our business. And then it opened the door to all the startups that occurred over the last few years, just to help others gain that level of ability to scale. Because the reality is, this is all a relationship business. For me, anything in sales is relationship driven. And the more you focus on the relationship, the better, right? And relationships, there's only so many, as you kind of alluded to in the media, there's only so many you can personally manage and truly stay in touch with. So that's where automation and some other things you can do come into play to really just help foster that relationship where you may be limited in time and, and ability to just do that on a daily and weekly basis. No, that's awesome. And I love how you just said, focusing on relationships more than tripled your business. And I would just like the listener to think about that for a minute. You know, I'm focusing on relationships and I agree completely. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're talking about brokers, you're talking about investors or, or whoever in the business, property management teams, man, those relationships have been crucial in so many aspects of our business. And so let's get started. How have you done that, Robert? You know, let's talk about, you know, let's get into the automation and just, you know, how you've created the follow-up system to help you do that better with a, in the scale. Yeah, absolutely. So number one, maybe I had an advantage coming in, right? I come from a sales background, so I spent many years where follow-up, 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 follow-up is king, right? And it's just 
that's it. And I actually didn't fully apply it to real estate in the beginning because I was so focused on transactions. I got to buy another house. I got to go find another person to buy the house from me right after I'm done with it. And so I focused on that. Once we took a step back and said, wait a minute, this is no different than any other sale. And I came from the finance industry. We should be following up and cultivating these relationships with the deals we're not doing. We shifted everything and we knew we had to put some automation into it because we just that's too much when you have thousands of leads to be able to do that, especially even hundreds. So when we made that shift, we started to say, okay, take a step back. What is it that I want to do with this person? Not their property, not buying or selling, right? And how would I want to continue to communicate with them until the transaction is done? So you have to take that step back first, because like you said, right, it could be agents that you're dealing with or brokers. It could be lenders that you're keeping a relationship with in the case of the next indication that's coming up, right? Or property management related and whether that's tenants or contractors or et cetera. And so you take a step back and say, how would I personally want to continue to foster a relationship with that person, right? What would I say? What would I do if I was just trying to touch base, right? So think of it from that perspective, because that's the minimum. How you build a relationship is touch base, let a person know you're still thinking about them. And whatever the transactional side of that relationship might be, what is that, right? From there, what you need to do on a minimum level, no automation, right? But I'll show you how to automate this with no tool, but a Google calendar or whatever calendar you choose probably has similar attributes, right? And so I assume you have their email and their phone number, most likely. That's the first step in the relationship. If you have their home address or business address, even better, because I'm going to give you a little trick there that I really took away from the book Giftology and the thought process of just... What's the name of the book? Uh, it's Giftology. I think it's John Rulin wrote a good book. And it just I, he doesn't talk about this specifically, but having the address allows you to send gifts. Right. And so I don't I don't take it to that level with automation yet. As I say that out loud, that's a good idea. But we do take it to the level of taking the same concept and just physically having something from you adds to the relationship and you've already separated yourself, right? So it's another level. So number one, set yourself in a calendar a reminder. I would recommend, depending on the relationship, right? Maybe you don't need to contact the person, you know, if it's an aggressive thing like a seller. You're probably going to contact them aggressively when they first reach out to you because you're trying to get a transaction going with them. And then it's going to pitter patter out over time, right? Maybe a week apart, two weeks apart, 30 days apart. First month is generally more aggressive. After that, it's less aggressive. Other relationships like buyer relationships or lenders, I would highly recommend figuring out how often you would normally want to reach out to this person. Is it every other week? Is it once every few weeks, right? Is it Now, if that's the case, then you can just, you can either one, set a reminder in your calendar and you can put in a list of names, right? I would recommend like a time block first thing in the morning, just to remind you for the day, hey, follow-ups and list out the names you want to follow up with. Two weeks from now, here's a list of follow-ups. Or you could have a weekly schedule, depending on how many you have, right? Maybe every Thursday or every Friday, Friday follow-up day and list out all the people you're going to follow up with that day. Right. If you have a ton of people, maybe it's like 20 people every week over the course of the month, you've hit 100 people or so. Right. Depending on that number, then you can see where automation can come into this when you start to get a lot of people. So if you do this on that basis, though, on those days, this is simply sending a quick email. Hey, was just thinking about you. Wanted to touch base and see how you're doing. How's family life going? How things are going? 
how are you? Are you still looking out for more syndications? Have you heard anything that's coming up that I might be interested in? I'm working on some stuff that might be interesting to you, right? Email, you could be a little bit longer, but I would still, at the point is just building the relationship. Then to take it to the next level, because everyone does email and most people don't open emails today. So you still have, you know, 20, 30%. And if it's relationship driven, this is where we tripled our open rates and click rates was just being very, very thoughtful of what our emails were going to say. To add to that, though, especially today and over the years, we have found the next two to be the biggest ones, and that's text messaging. Send them a quick text message. Now, there you can be a lot shorter, but still fostering a relationship, right? Like, what would you want to say to that person on a regular basis? So you're just touching base, right? Engaging, trying to, could be an engagement question to get them to answer. So there's a response and some kind of like, oh, cool, we both text back and forth. Text gets open highly today and most people respond and usually you're getting that person versus an assistant or someone else that might be involved in the email. If you want to take it to the next level, but don't have to actually call somebody, you can get a system. Don't even need ours for this. You can go get a system called Sly Broadcast. And so Sly Broadcast is a ringless voicemail delivery system. And so what that means is it has technology that you can have an app right on your phone. You can record a voicemail message as if you got a hold of someone's voicemail when you called them, say what it is you want to say, and then hit send, and it actually goes directly into their inbox. So they actually look like they got a voicemail. Your number shows up as a missed call. They never got a phone call, though. The technology is kind of cool in how it works. And so the cool thing about that and taking it to the next level is they heard your personal voice, right? What's better in a relationship, right? Email's great. Text message is great. It's words. Your physical voice, when you hear someone's voice, it's more meaningful to you, right? So you could, again, just using it to touch base. Now, if there's a transactional side to that, you can add in a piece of that, right, to that thing. But now they, they feel, man, this guy called me, texted me, he sent me an email, he really cares about me right? And so if you do that on a regular basis, you are fostering a relationship. You don't have to talk about a deal. You could just talk about, hey, how are you doing? How's life? Done anything interesting in the last couple of weeks? Done anything interesting since the last time we talked to each other? That's going to foster a relationship. And if you're really good with this, you have a place where you're keeping and storing notes related to that relationship. So when they do communicate with you, you have more information to talk about when you're really talking to them. Now, the piece where I said about the giftology, if you have their physical address, you could also send them a simple thank you card. I recommend whenever you do a transaction, drop them a piece of mail. Now, gifts are great in that area, of course. That is a little harder to automate because it's date specific. Something just happened. But you could automate something as simple as a thank you card or something in your sequence that sends them a picture about what's going on in your life with a little message hey, just wanted to send you this, thought it might be cool for you to see what I do in my personal life, right? Anything that helps foster that relationship. And physical mail is cool because just like the voice, it's a real personal touch. People could touch and feel it. So it's a little bit different than just some text that's gone in a week or two, which is why I recommend every couple of weeks or at least at a minimum once a month, no matter what that relationship is, following up. Now, using your Google Calendar would allow you to create a reminder for you to do that. Now at, at realestateinvestor.com and the previous other startups that all rolled into this, where that was the that exactly what I just said, we built to do to all of our sellers, all of our agents, all of our contractors, all of our buyers, every relationship that we had that touched our business, we did 
And we tripled the real estate business with massive growth. It's what allowed me to move to Tampa, Florida and run my business virtually. And we were going to expand. And then we started up software because we realized, huh, everyone in real estate is not doing this and there's no tool to do it. Some people got an email system. Some people figured out this thing about text when it came out, but no one did all of it. And so we created our touch platform, which automates all of that right? It literally automates email, text message, ringless voicemail drops, and the postcard sequences all built out different for every relationship, different for a couple different stages that you could be at in that relationship. And then a place to organize all the notes, thoughts, and communication with that person. So it helps keep you organized. Now that's important. Like I said, you don't need something like that. If you've got, you know, let's say a hundred or less people, if it's a hundred or less people and you are fine with taking the manual process, you could do 20 of those a week, 25 of those a week, and it won't take you long to shoot through all those. You could send a similar message if it's a similar type of person just to stay engaged and build a relationship. Now, when you get way beyond that in the level of people, that's a little harder to organize and it would make sense to have something besides you know, a Google Sheet or a doc that can keep track of all of that. Robert, it's exciting. Like I, I'm just grateful that you just went through all that because I feel like the follow-up is so important. When I first started networking, when I first committed to the syndication business, I'm, you know, I was going to every conference. I mean, flying all over the country for a couple of years, just as hard as I could go, meeting as many people as possible. And I can tell the listener right now, I mean, the most important thing is the follow-up, you know, because most people, majority are not going to. The gift, the, you know, those business cards are lost, you know, by that night for a lot of people, much less by over the next few days or week. And so, you know, you have to have a process. And I quickly developed a process and mine was very manual like this. However, I was not doing texts and, you know, the ringless voicemail and so, those things. You know, it was just through email or even a phone call, you know, encouraging people for a phone call and, and trying to follow up that way. And, and initially, that was kind of it. You know, I didn't have a way to like keep doing it. We, you know, we didn't have the systems we have now. So I, I just like how it's, it can be that simple, you know, for the listener right now, if you're growing your investor base, I mean, there you go. I mean, Robert just laid it out for you. I mean, if you just did what he said, very quickly, you're going to grow faster than majority of your competitors, you know, that are at the same level, you know, or at the same stage in this business. So Robert, let's move past that just a little bit. Let's say, okay, you know, it's very possible now, you know, we'll have 150 investors in a deal, thousands of investors on our, our investor base. Obviously, it's, it's impossible for me to send that many text messages, follow up with, you know, personally with that many investors, you know, how do we automate that a little bit after we've had some scale? You know, can you give us some, I guess, some tips on, you know, I, I want it to be genuine, right? I do take notes and I do remember a lot of them, believe it or not. But, you know, still, you know, in following up with that many, it's like, wait a minute, you know, for it to be personalized anyway, what suggestions do you have? Yeah, this is where automation really comes into key, right? Because, you know, once it gets to a certain level, it is kind of unmanageable. And I, I have one of those memories too, where I just happen to remember a lot of details. Sometimes I wish I didn't remember all the details I do, but it's good in relationships, right? Because it's, it's no, I remember this guy, this happened, this conversation we had was about this thing, right? But at some point that gets beyond that, where you, you still may trigger your memory when you meet a person or their name pops and you're like, okay, I remember, or a note that you wrote down. So I, I love being able to have it organized. And it's actually this exact reason. And regardless of real estate, as we realized because of my background in sales, that this is anywhere that you sell anything, the relationship is the focus. And if you focus on that money always comes. So that's one thing. And in that, the automation we created a, so we have, you know, our platform is a complete CRM that has this as a component of it for real estate investors, buying and selling houses. 
from that, we realized, wow, there's a massive need that even if you're just getting started in real estate at the lowest level, you've never even done a deal and you just need to get into it. Well, the number one thing we know they're going to need is they need to track everything they're doing. But more importantly, they've got to keep an organized place and automate the follow-up. Follow-up's the most lacking thing. And there's Harvard studies, Google studies, tons of sales studies that would say most relationships or transactions don't even happen until past the 10th time that you've touched that person, whether it's text, email, call, piece of mail, right? So that makes it that much more important. Most things you will ever do in your business, sales-related wise, aren't going to happen the first time you meet somebody, right? You lost the business card, you forgot about the conversation. But if you could foster that or put them into a system that fostered and catered the relationship until they were ready to go further in your relationship, and then you got a relationship that you need to keep ongoing, that is where automation comes in. And so I don't know how to, there's no other system I'm aware of that does it as much as we do. So we created a light version of our software that does all of that, right? It's that's its whole focus. It doesn't, it's not related to what kind of properties you're doing because we take that out of that system. That system is nothing more than a contact and lead management system with automated follow-up for both types of relationships. So a contact meaning, yeah, I've never done anything with this person, but we we made contact. I got the business card at the network meeting. They called me once. I don't really know them but we're in contact and I think they could turn into what we call a lead, right? Which is someone that I could do business with. So at the contact level, that relationship is a little different. The way you communicate would be different. So what you would say to that person would be different than someone you've done a syndication deal with already in your guys' example, right? So in the contact level, you could write out, here's my text messages, here's my emails, here's my voicemails I would leave. They could be similar in nature, right? Because again, if they're only hearing it like once a month, They don't even remember what you said a month ago, but over time, they consistently, man, I'm always in contact with Whitney. Whitney is always checking on me, all right? And so automation is going to allow that to happen and keep it personalized because now you've written out what you would write to all of them. And then when they respond, if you get an instant notification on your phone to say, hey, they just responded and hear what they said, then you can take your notes and personalize it even further, right? Because now they respond and you can have a real conversation. But getting the conversation started if they're ready. Because here's the thing with automation, you may send them a message every month. It may be three months before they reply to one of those. And that's okay because you reached out. Once they reach back out, that's when your notes come important and you want to foster the relationship further. And then in a perfect world, which we do with our touch platform, the light version, is once there's someone you're doing business with, you're going to talk to them different. You have a little deeper relationship. You're going to say things a little bit differently. You all you have the only exercise you have in doing it automation is writing out what you would say and how often you would want to say it if you were engaging that relationship anyway. So if you think about your follow-up, you then can put it into a system that can just send that for you. And so then it becomes automated. That allows you to hit, you could have a thousand messages go out today. I could be on a beach, right? And if they reply, which will be way less than a thousand, a thousand people won't reply right? But the ones that do, you can see, oh, that's not something that needs my reply back. They're just thanking me. Now, if they said something, I would take that the next step. Like, oh yeah, I'm doing excellent. Oh, that's amazing. So great. I remember the last time and I would be checking. I remember the last time you told me you did X, Y, Z. How did that happen? Right? But the automation is just getting the relationship and the conversation started. There are other platforms, like I recommended one little piece, I would get Sly Broadcast. The texting can be done from your phone, email can be done from your phone. And if you download the Sly Broadcast app, I think it's free. 
other than once you send messages like a couple pennies to send a message. Those are things that you can do that aren't automated, but they at least help you get started. And then as you build up your database, definitely I would recommend automating it. Incredible value right there, Robert. Thank you so much. Unfortunately, we're going to pivot just a little bit to a few final questions, but I hope the listener has paid attention and taken notes because Robert has just told you how to triple your business ultimately by following up and automating it. So that way it's for sure getting done. And, and you know, you're not just getting bogged down by, you know, sending the follow up messages, but helping to foster those relationships. So Robert, you know, what's a way that you prepare for a downturn? So we're putting a lot of cash to the side. We've been preparing for a downturn because we heavily expect, we really think this has just been pushed off with all the forbearances and things going on and that we're just waiting for it to come. So two things, one, setting aside and preparing for the ability to buy more things when they come cheaper. But at the same time, maybe different than a lot of people, we've actually doubled down on marketing. And the reason is, is that when all of this negative stuff happened, a lot of people got scared and started pulling their money out of marketing. Well, what I know in business or what I understand in business is the day you stop marketing is the day your business goes under because that, that's relationships with people even knowing what you do. So we assumed, and rightfully so, we could see it in our lead volume, that if we double down on marketing, we're taking up, I love uh, a guy we interviewed said, I want to take up the mental space that they have. So I want to be even more in front of these people. So when they do have a problem or they do have something that needs to be solved, they're going to think of me because now they see all my marketing because most of my competition went away. So those are our two things. Getting your cash ready and doubling down on marketing to get those people with you and kind of take up uh, mental space, mental space across the people you want to do business with. So they know you instead of someone else that's looking for the same thing. You know, Robert, I believe anyone that's successful in business and in real estate must have a high level of self-discipline. How have you gained such a high level of self-discipline? Yeah, I've continued to play with this one, right? This is uh, I'll ebb and flow, I think, into what works. The biggest thing that helped me like take this to a whole new level, I did a challenge called 75 Hard, and I actually did it twice this year. And it, it that's its whole purpose is to develop grit, perseverance. It's a very disciplined you have to do five things every day for 75 days or you fail and have to start over. A guy named Andy Frazella runs multiple nine-figure companies, started it. And after I did it the first time, I'm like, oh, I can see where I thought I had great self-discipline and I was lacking and not doing a whole bunch of stuff. Tell me the name of that again. 75 hard. Nice. You can do 75. Awesome. You Google that and millions will come up. What's a daily habit or maybe one of those or a couple of them that you're very disciplined about that's helped you achieve success? Yeah, my biggest one is the way I start my day. When I wake up, I don't look at my phone. So that that's number one. Like I, you know, a lot of people, I and I used to jump up, look at social media, look at my email. I don't. My ringer's completely off. And so I wake up and I go into a routine. Generally speaking, it's going to be some combination of I love reading in the morning. It's one of my favorite things to do and gets my mind going in the right way. And I love some form of exercise like Generally speaking, in the morning, I like to just go for a walk. So usually I start my morning, I'll jump out of bed, go for a walk in the morning, and then I'll come home and read. And that's usually the way I start most of my days. And that'll pro- I'll probably spend a couple hours doing that. Then I look at my phone and see if there's anything that needs my attention. But I'm already, I've already set the mind frame to allow me to accomplish what I want. And then even once I've checked that, it's usually a quick thing. And then I go into, I love and learn what's the one thing that's going to help push my business forward that I can do today. And I want to knock it out as early as possible. Awesome. That's some great value right there. Robert, what's a way that you've recently improved your business that we could apply to ours? 
The biggest is the automation. <laughs> it really is just apply finding. We're we're actually working right now. That's it's already like eliminating some overhead and improving some things by finding other areas where man, can we automate that? Isn't there a way to like make our software plug in that hole right there, and it could take three less people to do that job? So continuing to look for ways and things that are repetitive that could just be automated. What's your best source for meeting new investors right now? Ooh, when you said right now that threw a little monkey wrench, it was events, which is a little bit more troublesome today. I still think meeting the right people for me is some sort of events, even if it's attending them virtually today. Some have put on live events. And if you're okay with traveling and going to live events, I still, I don't think there's, for me, especially because it's the relationship, I don't think there's anything better than the live event being able to meet someone in person. What's the number one thing that's contributed to your success? Relationships. 100% putting people first. How do you like to give back? Many, many, many ways. I love to donate to things that I'm very focused on kids. So I donate to several charities that are related to helping kids that don't have as much. So that's my favorite way. Anything to do with kids, I'm, I'm probably hooked and will donate money to it. Robert, amazing show. I mean, it's just incredible. I hope the listeners have listened closely and have taken notes. It doesn't matter if you are just getting started in the syndication business and developing relationship with your first few investors, or if you have hundreds of investors or thousands on your list, man, you have learned a lot today from Robert. Thank you so much, Robert. Tell the listeners how they can get in touch with you and learn more about you. Yeah, thanks so much, Whitney. It was a pleasure. I'm glad that I could add some value. And so I'm always looking to do the easiest way to reach me. And you can connect with me on call, text, email, or any social media that you'd like to connect on is IamRob360.com. Don't go yet. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I would love it if you would go to iTunes right now and leave a rating and written review. I want to hear your feedback. It makes a big difference in getting the podcast out there. You can also go to the Real Estate Syndication Show on Facebook so you can connect with me and we can also receive feedback and your questions there that you want me to answer on the show. Subscribe too so you can get the latest episodes. Lastly, I want to keep you updated. So head over to lifebridgecapital.com and sign up for the newsletter. If you're interested in partnering with me, sign up on the contact us page so you can talk to me directly. Have a blessed day and I will talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Syndication Show brought to you by LifeBridge Capital. LifeBridge Capital works with investors nationwide to invest in real estate while also donating 50% of its profits to assist parents who are committing to adoption. LifeBridge Capital, making a difference, one investor and one child at a time. Connect online at www.lifebridgecapital.com for free material and videos to further your success.